Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. Much you can pay. And his partner, Fader Tap and Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is Rob Florence and I'm... Um, hey, Gredo, your teeth look nice. Oh, I've been waiting on my teeth, I don't tell you. Have you? This isn't the start, by the way, of a, a read for an advert. Gredo, your teeth look really nice. What's, uh, what's been happening there? I've been uh, manscaping them. Look at this, I've got fucking two teeth missing. Look it's like me. Roman Reigns in his pomp there, isn't oh, it? Oh, you've, you've got a wee Benoit one. I've got a tooth missing there. And i got oh, a tooth missing hell? out there. And I get it's all my, I'm falling apart, man. See you, see you the past, honestly. See you the past like six months to a year. Um, it's like I'm, I'm fucking aging fast as fuck, man. It's like I you know, like the end of a Dracula film where somebody sticks a stake through your chest or something, and Dracula just starts to wither into an old fucking guy. That's happening to me this year, 2022, is the stake through my heart. Gredo, welcome to Wrestling Daft. John, you're half cut. Uh, I've been at the pub, I won't lie. I won't lie. I've had. Oh, I'm. 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 i I have to um, say though, big shout out to the Station Hotel in Larbor because. Fuck off, mate. What do you what? mean? No, big no, shout no, out no, to no. The fucking Station Hotel in Larbor for what? Because do you know what they've done? And I'm going to show this if you're watching the YouTube version, patreoncom forward They've started a loyalty scream, so. You can see oh, they are a, 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 a loyalty scheme. Loyalty scheme. So for every five pints of Cascale you buy, you get a six pint free. Fucking hell, like a coffee, like a cup of coffee. Much more, except they're condoning and encouraging alcoholism. This is a game changer. This is a Drink game changer. Drinking where they're UK. Yep. Right. Is, that, is that you? Have you got four stamps? One, two, three, four. Yep. You didn't get the fifth stamp. You didn't. You didn't down another pint. Well, I need to come and record the podcast, didn't I? But could you know I've just tanned quickly, tanned one down and one down and one, and then got your free one? No, it's okay. I'll be back in. I'll be back in. Mm, be fine. Maybe no, mate. Maybe no. Do you go to any pubs in Hellsborough? Do I go to any pubs in Hellsborough? No, I don't. But there is a. I want to get a shout out to La Jupe. Which is a wine bar. Fuck off, Rab! La Jupe. La Jupe, it's fantastic. A brilliant wine bar, I guess. A wine saying. bar! A bro- it's brilliant, by the way. Um, As in, like, Jupe, the aftershave? A shout out to. No, no, that kind of Jupe. Um, La Jupe in uh, Helensburg. I want to give a shout out to the, the Sugar Boat as well in Helensburg, which is a, a great wee place. Also sells drinks and uh, great food. Lots of great establishments in Helensburg. But I don't really go to the pubs like um, the Station Bar. Shout out to the Station Bar. Station or, Bar. Or, um, you know, there's other ones as well. Shout out to the Cruise Keys and Stevenson, one of the longest supporting, one of the longest seven Ranger Supporters Club in Scotland. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Shout out to uh, the Hoops Bar. And uh, these, uh, <laughs> and uh, they're just doing it to Gallagate. Um, and shout out, of course, to uh, Sarah Heed, the Brazen Heed, the Brazen Heed, bonkers back in the day. Yeah, the shout out to our chaos, where all the football players and I suppose maybe wrestlers back then all, all got the whole. Um, shout out to the Cat House, yeah. um, where ICW would get themselves in trouble, <laughs> and shout out. And shout out to fucking wherever else. Shout out to our chaos. Shout out to um, the Corinthian. Shout out to the Corinthian, <laughs> where I lost a hat once. And shout out to um, 
Well, shout out to Box where I fell asleep in the toilet. Oh, that's the best, man. That's the best fucking story ever. I love Box. Box is a great wee place. Mate, we need to get this live show, man. You just Let's just book it sometime and then... Hey, shout out to the best pub in Glasgow, the Admiral Bar. Mm, um, oh, how'd your live show score, right? My live shows went well. Um, sold 100 tickets for each one. Sold out. 100 capacity. Sold them out. Uh, and only about 40 people came each night. So I think, I think because the tickets were sold so long ago, people forgot that they had tickets to it or whatever. And they, they never, but it was fine. Actually, I was quite happy with that because it's when you're doing that kind of show, it's actually easier the less people that are there. But yeah, I still got the money. You know what I mean? I suppose that's, I, I get that. But so we, I was thinking, after that, I was thinking, see if I, could, see if I could do that all the time, if I could just sell tickets to a show and then murder half of the people that are coming, it would be just much better. That would be perfect for me. I'd have the money and half the people to deal with. <laughs> well, welcome to Wrestling Daft, everybody. And I think the first thing right after tap, tap, what we need to do is talk about in terms of podcasts. We need to um, give huge respect to Kevin Nash on his uh, Click This podcast. Um, you're coming out and speaking so soon after he dealt with that personal tragedy. So huge respect. That's a that's a man right there. That's exactly what you messaged me in it, Grado. Is that's a a man and a half right there? Well, because. It's not as if I was... You, you, you just weren't expecting that, weren't you? I thought, well, I'm not going to hear for the big man for a wee while. And then I saw it was tweeted and he'd done a podcast. I couldn't get it. But you know what? Good on him. And then when you actually listen to the podcast, you realise that he had a big part to play in arranging and making a podcast. And uh, he was quite pretty tight with Sean Oliver, but so sad, man. 26-year-old. He's had... I'll tell you about Kevin Nash has had a tough all year, as you know. Aye, big time. I mean, he's it's a sad thing to see happen. Just the worst possible scenario. I mean, we're all dads here on this podcast, and you know, it's just it's just unimaginable. And he's um he's got strong shoulders. That guy, you know, what I mean, being able to come on and 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 speak like that and speak so well. Um, I think that was the thing. Was like he really did himself proud, and I think the show itself, you know, they both did themselves really proud. I think, and how they dealt with it and how they handled it. Um, because some you know sometimes we try and talk about serious stuff on this show, and it's really it's you know it's really difficult to get that kind of stuff right, and and being able to talk about it in that way, and for such a personal standpoint, and he speaks so beautifully about. It. He really painted a really beautiful picture of his son as well, which is you know which is just great, and just your hearts, your heart just has to go out to um, Kevin and his family. The line that got me, the line that got me was he was a special boy, you know, because he was my son. Mm-hmm. Something like that, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Ah, he says like, despite being my son, he was a you know. I mean, it was like he's you know, he handled it beautifully well. It's, a, it's an essential lesson, I think, as well, because I think, I think it's just one of the things I took away from it is it's a weird thing about men, I think, sometimes and about uh, fatherhood and stuff, where it's still the case that men just find it difficult to open up about things and and it really was beautiful to hear a man speaking so openly about his love for his son you know what I mean it's, it's a rare thing I think you know I, I was fortunate enough to have a, have a dad who was you know affectionate and but I think there's a lot of guys out there who maybe don't have that relationship with their dad or, or, or you know and a lot of fathers out there that don't have that relationship with their son it's, and it's kind of beautiful to hear Kevin talking about you know talking so openly about how much he was, was, your, was your dad affectionate? Aye, my dad was my dad was was good at that stuff. Aye, was he? Aye. Oh, that's nice, man. I, I don't like you. That you're that affectionate, John. Oh, here tr- traditional Scottish dad, and I think like Rab saying, all Scottish dads are a bit like that. You know, I, I you know, it's, it's it's funny. I made a point in this at my wedding speech, like of talking about your dads and like. We don't say in Scotland this is getting quite deep. We're getting quite deep now, no. but we do. We don't say. As men and as fathers and sons, I love you, son, or you know that it's like it's a generational thing. But I'll tell my the, the boy, like my boy, I fucking love you, son, you know, and all that sort of stuff. Oh, now. John Stephen, after <laughs> <laughs> John, after John was going to start greeting there for a second. No, it's a, it's a Scottish thing, it's no. a stoic Scottish thing, isn't it? And that's nice to hear, Rab, that obviously you had that. Oh, no, that is my, my, you know, my dad wasn't like that, but when my after my mum died. Knew every time when I hang up the phone to my dad, my dad says I love him and I love him. Oh, that's but, nice. Be, but before, that's but nice. before my mom died, it was never like that. Never kind of hang. Yeah, and I think I think my dad get 
he kind of get more affectionate as he got older as well. You know what I mean? I think that was a thing. My, my dad was, you know, my dad was quite old when he died, and he, you know, and I think that was something. That, something that comes with time as well. But how, how long has your dad been uh, dead? Oh, my dad. I mean, it's so hard to to, to track because I kind of don't even like thinking back on it really. But um, I must be like ten years now. Over oh, 10 I thought years. your mum was about was about ten years. No, ago. my mum was about seven years ago. Um, so, but I but it, so that was the thing for me. It was like. You know, a, a tragic thing to happen, and just, just, just the, the the bravery and the strength of the guy to get to get up and speak because he loved because he loves his son. That's why he was doing the podcast. You know what I mean? And you felt that he was like, I, I need to do this for him. Um, just massive amount of respect for him, and just you know, um, huge love. Because uh, we love Kevin Nash on this show. If there's anything we we flip back and forth on this show quite often, this guy's cracking. This guy's crap. This guy's you know what I mean? And we'll, we're fickle. We're fickle. Um, but one thing we've always said on this show is that, you know, we just love Kevin Nash and, you know, that's certainly, um, if anything, that love is just growing this week. So, um, you know, just hope for the best for him. Watched any wrestling? Nah. <laughs> Near wrestling at all? Where did I watch? No, see, be honest with you, I've, I've, been, I've been really, really busy. Oh, I've been, I've been no well. What was up here? I've been nowhere since you know, I was. I'm filming this program called Scotland's Greatest Escape, and the, the grand final was on Monday, right? So, and I got told on the Friday after the producer, she went whatever you do, try and not get COVID, right? See Saturday, just about after Rangers drop points against Livingston, just about quarter past five, half past five, I get right nowhere. Stephanie was away trying to get uh, a bridesmaid frock for her bridesmaids. Uh, so I knew she would be out in the, out in the, um, out in the skate all night. So it was just me and Perry. And uh, I had to put her to bed. I was no well. Oh, and no well in what sense? What kind of no well was it? Tired, serried, sweating. Woke up the next morning. Didn't feel, didn't feel too great either. And then I thought, I think I've got COVID. That's what it sounds like. No, man, aye. So then, there's a test, negative, but I was in my bed all day. Uh, Between Saturday morning and Sunday night, I had two hobnobs. Monday, did did the radio, left the radio, went straight to a place in Edinburgh to do the grand final, got him at the back of back at nine, back to day the radio again in the morning, and then today 12 hours a Scott squad. So by Wednesday I was dying, still dying. I'm still a wee bit, can you feel it? You can hear it in my, my voice, and now I'm a wee bit, I'm not exactly 100%. But I keep testing and I'm no negative, and you're like, ah, well, at least if it was negative, at least if it was positive, you would know it's the COVID, you get what I'm saying? You might, are you sure you're not just, you've not just, you're not working too hard. You've got too I'm much. I'm not working too hard. It's a good thing I don't start panel soon, then. <laughs> I, I think mean, you need cool. to. You need to keep, keep an eye on yourself, man. It's like your health is your most important, important thing. Only thing I only thing I you know, Let's see what the panels are saying, right? Here's <laughs> your dad asked us last week. Um, he says I'm very confident. Rab said he had shares in WWE at the start of the. Oh, I see. Right? You're missing a bit here, Rab, because oh, because we've got a good cut to play as well. By the way, we but we thought we'd start off the show this week. You missed this from Simon McQueenie. We've been asking people to cut promos for the last week while. Now we got this one in last week, and we thought we need to save this till Rab gets here. So Simon has been in touch, and he's cut a promo. Are you want to hear this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've heard that the periods get it tight. Rab, 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 rab. Tell you what, mate. See your voice, it goes right fucking through me. Like, right proper through me. In fact, see when it's just you that's on, I can't listen to you when I'm driving in case I end up falling asleep. You're so fucking boring, man. So boring, it actually does my nothing. I mean, what is it with your hat? Why do you always wear a fucking hat as well? I mean, you're baldy just like me. How you know just fucking embrace it? Let oh. it out, man. That's what I do. See, even in the sunshine, man, I've still got my balding app out. Because I'm not ashamed of it, mate. Take the fucking hat off. Grado, I, I no point in even talking to you, because you're so far up your own arse, you wouldn't even fucking listen anyway. And I hope this thing goes fucking viral. Hey, John, viral. <laughs> yeah, no wonder they'd be like you as well. That daft accent. 
what you know about wrestling, you can write in the back of a postage stamp, mate. Fucking useless. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're talking about, by the way. However, Simon bows that wee bit by sending this. Nah, if I'm being honest, that is actually quite a good show. Right, <laughs> shatter. Shatter there. Listen, that was beautiful. That's what I want. Many of them, please. Many of that. Right, I can't, I can't argue with any of it. Can't argue with any Nah. Fuck nah, can um, That's what I want. So that, that would set up a good... You know what I mean? We're wanting something that's... That's, that's a money Kick promo. Kick us off there. every week where I get pelting. Aye, that's a money promo right there. Uh, this week something went viral. Viral, John. Viral. Viral. And it gets flagged up by Selco. Scientists at Stanford University have reconstructed a 3D model of how Joseph, the husband of Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ, might have looked. And there's a picture right here. They sent us it. I never saw this, actually. I swear to fuck, man. Who is that? That's Andre the Giant. It's Andre the Giant. <laughs> is this real? Is this something? This is, ge- this is genuine. I went into work this morning. I was like, oh, what's trending on Twitter? Because I look at that at work every day. And Andre the Giant was tw- uh, trending. I was like, what the fuck's Andre tr- trending for? Worldwide. And I quite turned into this. The bold Andre looks like Joseph. Jesus is da. Jesus is da. Fucking hell, man. That's not the way I picture Joseph. I didn't picture Joseph as Andre the Giant. That's what have they based on? What have they? What have they based this reconstruction? I don't on? know. Stanford University is quite a highly thought of university in America, is it not? Big, uh, big horns, Joseph, man. Right. So that's uh, a wrestling fan that's through that. That's a fucking right. That's a wrestling fan. Aye. I've got a hand in this project about what does Joseph look like. Do you know what? Fucking he looks okay. like Andre. He's got the hair and he's got the sides and he's got look, he's, he looks as if he's got a t-shirt and half of the merch stone as well and he's ripped it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's like widened it at the neck and all that. All, all, yeah. the, all the gimmicks are there, right? So Ersher Dad, back to him. He says I'm confident Rab said he had shares in WWE at the start of the recording of wrestling daft. Why have we never discussed this again? What's the 12-month performance looking like? Is Rab Lodi jet? Now, let me tell you, explain something to you about this, right? <coughs> this is why I could never be fucking Wolf of Wall Street, right? So I do have shares in WWE. Don't have many shares in WWE, right? But I do it through an app called Free Trade, right? Now, I've lost my Free Trade login. <laughs> Fuck off, man. I can't, I can't be fucked. I, I can't work it out and I'd need to contact them and all that to get back in. No, I can't be fucked. So I don't know how much my shares are worth in a nutshell. Yeah, Rob, when, did you, when did you buy them? I bought them... When did we start doing it? Maybe a couple of years before we started doing this. So I think you we, said 2016. We looked last week on the show at the, the, like the trend of uh, WWE shares and it depends when you bought them. Like... I can. I'm, I'm right, I think I bought them around about 2016. Right, 2016. Let me get this up for you because me and Greg looked at this last week and like the share price on them had went quite well from a certain point. Right, so you bought them 2016, you're thinking, yeah? Maybe 17, maybe 17. Right, 17, right. So if you bought them in 17, right, mm-hmm. like the price at that point was quite low. Um, it was like, I must have been. Did you buy them in cents or dollars for a start? I bought them in dollars. Bought them in dollars, right? So, at that point in 2017, they were like trading at like $33, right? That sounds about, aye, it sounds familiar actually. And they are now up to $78. So you've doubled your money. Okay. So my three shares that I bought. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Doubled your money. It's still fucking worth it, is it, man? Jimbo's got a question for Rab. I'm a huge fan of Kanye, as is Rab. <laughs> I feel like a guy's trying to trap me here. He's trying to trap me. Ask him if we can still listen to his past musical masterpieces. <laughs> or is there any new music for this jump naff point that we're kiboshing? Just so I know how to act in social circles when I start playing tracks to people. From a beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. Cheers. Um, listen, you need to separate the art for the artist, and you need to, um, you know, you need to enjoy the work of people, no matter what they've done. You, you, could, right. you could know. I mean, Gredo, you, you know, you you believe in this, didn't you? Well, hold on a minute. So, 
I know what you're getting at and I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I know he's getting at as well. And by the way, I met somebody a couple of weeks ago and told him that this guy was my first concert and he went, I was in the fan club. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I went and I goes, do you still listen to him? And he went, I still listen to him. <laughs> talking about Gary Glitter. Paul Gad. Mm-hmm. Paul Gad. But I don't think can you, well, oh fuck, listen, I'm fucking saying nothing about this, man. <laughs> Back away, he's he's banging away for it. No, I mean, it's like, and it's like kind of angle fucking putting up pictures of him and Ben Wan talking about he's good match. He's having Ben Wan's one, and he wants in it. It's like, it's always a sticky subject. So it's going to be. I mean, Kanye West hasn't murdered his wife and Wayne, let's be quite clear, you know, right? <laughs> um, you know what I mean? But, but, but again, you know, it's a very, very difficult, it's a very, very difficult situation. You can't say what he's been saying. You know, it's a disgrace, the stuff he's been hitting out of way, and there's no doubt about that. Um, but we're also talking about, about a guy with significant mental health issues that everybody knows about. Um, so it's a, a messy situation, all told. Uh, I, you know, I just feel as if we need a fucking... <sighs> the problem is, right, see with a situation like this, what do you say about it, right? But see in a situation like this, it's also... So here you've got a guy who's saying outrageous and indefensible things, right? But you've also got a media that's fucking um, amplifying that because the minute the media sees somebody that's in a fucking vulnerable position, um, they you know they, they jump right on it for they exploit that you know what I mean, and it's a fucking ugly situation, and we need to return somehow. That the big the overriding problem in all this everything that's going on, I think, is that we've we've lost a sense of compassion. Everybody's everybody's so combative at the minute. Everybody's so compact combative and so defensive and so terrified of um, social death that nobody can fucking you know, what can you fucking do? I don't know but listen to the music, if you want to listen to the music still listen to the music, I still listen to the Michael, I still listen to Michael Jackson even though I think Michael Jackson was a wrong probably. John, do they, do, they, do they still play Michael Jackson songs on the radio? They do still play Michael Jackson songs on the radio they do. Hey, John, what about, about the pair fella that died in the studio the other day that was... Oh that, that was... was did, you, did you know him no? No, I didn't know him. I didn't know Pat's heart. Died in what studio? He died live on radio. He had a heart attack. He was doing the radio show from his living room or his bedroom. Are you uh, sure? But, aye, from, from a, a, a station down south. And he's a bit of a kind of round his area. He's a bit of a legend. And he actually died on air. He had a heart attack. That went. The song started playing halfway through. And he had a heart attack live on air. The song stopped playing halfway through? Mm-hmm. How, why would that happen, though? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. Maybe, know. So, maybe something physical happened, and he's and he's yeah. touched the fader and stuff like. That. You don't want to. You really don't want to try and um, uh, assume stuff. But Ball seems Ball Ball accounts. He was a well loved guy. Yeah, Tim Goff. Tim Goff. Tim Goff. Man, aye. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I never saw that. That's stuff. terrible. Mm. Only fifty five as well. That's scary, isn't it? Fucking hell, man. You know, you know what I mean. You just never know. Is it? And what's the, what's the weirdest thing that's happened to you in the radio? By the way, shout out to John, who was in a, a podcast this week called Reproducer. And John was on, putting himself over for a full 40 minutes, talking about <laughs> being the producer on the breakfast show. And yeah. he was he treated it like a shoot interview rap, just fucking constantly bigged himself up. And Binning everybody. I've been to this company and I've been to that company. Was he doing the word association thing as well that you used to get in the shoot? Fuck Manny Kill. Crofty saying that to him. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but I know it did. I've heard, I don't think this is true. I don't think this is true, right? But I've heard if someone was to die in a studio, right? Back in the day, this is going back in the day, okay? If someone was to die in a studio, right? What you want to do is move the body out of the studio, right? And into, say, the corridor. Because if they were to die in the studio, the police would lock down the studio and you wouldn't be able to broadcast. Well, I can understand that, John, because obviously, what if there's something major that happens, like also the same purely coincidence, but say there was a nuclear attack Mm. and they can't get into it on the radio. You know, and because there's a there's a cadaver there. there. There's a cadaver yeah. there. So, you honestly think if there was a nuclear attack happening in Scotland, right, right, and they had to get it out to the people that a nuclear attack had, had been launched against Scotland, that somebody wouldn't go into the Go Radio studio to broadcast it just because Crofty's line did in there. <laughs> 
they'd fucking pick him up and fling him out the fucking windy and just put the message, put the message out. Yeah, they're going to let families all across the country die in a fucking radioactive explosion because Crofty's fucking trapped at his desk. That's why you have spare radio studios there, everyone. That's why you have spare radio studios. <laughs> oh, Christ on a bike. But, I mean, it's it's like... That is the role of radio, isn't it, John? I think you... you I mean, you can at yourself, in it? It's to get, you know, to get information out there. I drive past that big billboard of you and Crofty, right, Grado, right? This is a true story, right? And I, and I, I go like that. All right, boys! And then I pass every time I go by. So, yeah. That proves it's no... You know, I'm only kidding when I'm saying all this stuff. I give a friendly, all right, boys, every time I go past them. <laughs> them being you and Crofty. Right, um, Luke says, I dressed up as Ric Flair at an ICW show in Birmingham a few years back. Got blind drunk, don't remember a thing, but apparently Grado came into the crowd and I wooed in his face. <laughs> and he, uh, Billy. That's funny. Is it Billy? Is it your Billy? It's your Billy. Um, Billy got in touch and says that he found some boys doing a, a shoot Canadian destroyer. Let's see this clip. It's not actually boys, it's girls. Would you like to see this clip? Yeah. Apologies to listeners of the podcast, uh, but we're looking at a clip here. Also, just a general shout out, by the way, from Kevin Nash's. They were dancing, weren't they? Hold Let's on, there you go. <laughs> Let's look something for that fucking AEW botches account. It's Lassie's doing, they were trying, Lassie's were trying to dance there for the listeners. And they were doing uh, some kind of mad move and then it turned into a Canadian destroyer. And just as important to note that even even in that dance move that went wrong, it was a person that was getting it done to them. Doing all the work. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to get in touch with any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or me, email us. At wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Woo! Let's give thanks to one of our sponsors, Harry's. Harry's is more than a razor company. They're here to revamp your whole routine. For close shaves and flake free hair, all the way to clear healthy skin, Harry's helps guys feel good. And we're happy. We're happy that we're giving you the chance to try out their skincare range with a freebie and a trial set. Now, what's in the trial set? An engineered, expertly engineered weighted handle, a five-blade cartridge crafted by artisans in their German factory, complete with a precision trimmer. They've got that foaming shave gel with effective lubrication in the travel blade clover. Now let me tell you about the hydrating lotions. It brightens up tired-looking skin and it sinks in quickly. No greasy residue. Best of all, with continued use, it helps maintain your skin with moisture and it leaves you looking clear, healthy and restored. And you can get this with a trial set. The shave itself is beautiful. I find it very, very relaxing every time I need to go into the shower and shave myself. Harry's is an experience like no other. No snatches, no blood, no, no rough corners. Everything is just smooth to the bristle. Uh, hydrating lotion as well. It certainly brightens up my skin. It leaves it feeling good and healthy. So make sure you get yourself supporting Wrestling Daft and start your own skincare journey and get yourself a free Harry's trial set. All you do is go to harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft and all you cover is the 395 that is for delivery. Head to harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, every week we sort out the Liz Trusses for the Liz McDonald's as we bury and put all stuff from the Rassalin. You used that I've, last week, John. I used that last week. And do you know what? I've just Who realized I, have, I haven't changed the script because I've been in the pub, so I haven't changed that bit of the script. But it's good. It's still, it's still it still works. works. It still works. Um, listen, I like that AEW promo. The, one, one. With the, the one with the elite being kind of removed for history. Oh, aye. 
Did you see this, Gredo? I did see that. I thought that was good. That was well done. That with our so voices, CM Punk's with our voices fading out. No, no, no. No, I mean it was good. What was it? What was it? I fucking read about um, Punk's dog getting fucking scalped. Yes, apparently uh, Punk's dog Larry was injured in the incident. You're joking. Who brings our dogs to work? Well, that's Lewis. That's a fucking. Well, aye, that is. By the way, I'm I'm way Gredo here. By the way, I'll see, make your dog and all that. Fuck listen, off. let me tell you something, right? Neha, don't don't tell anybody I'm saying this, right? But see if I'm going somewhere or I'm in like you know I'm in a meeting or something. Somebody comes in, and goes, "Oh, that's my dog." I'm like, "Fucking get a grip, man!" Right? Do you know what? It's funny you say that, Rab, right? Because I remember just after my mom died, I had to look after Cooper, right? Aye. And I had to go to a meeting at the comedy unit with Rab and Noddy, and I didn't think much here, right? <laughs> but see when I turned up with Cooper, you could tell they were fucking raging. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking serious business. Like, sometimes you go in, you know, you go go somewhere for a meeting or something, and it's, oh, that's just a dog in the office now. I'm like, get your fucking dog out of my... F-. You know what I mean? Uh, i tell you something else I hate, right? And I don't care whether this makes me look like a healer or no. I fucking hate this. See pubs that let fucking dogs in. Oh shit! Oh shit! I was about to ask that question. See pubs I... that let fucking dogs in. Fucking geese peace, man. I took my dog to the pub earlier on. Oh, I fucking bet you did, John. Uh, I, I, did. I was about to ask you: Is that acceptable? But obviously, it's not. Like, I don't know. I'm in. I'm in two minds. It's different. You take. I don't know. Sometimes I've you're done. sitting. Are you, are you one of these folk that are no sure of dogs, Rab? I bet you no, are. I'm fine with dogs. No, I'm not fear of dogs. I grew up. I had dogs all, all my childhood growing up. But I'll tell you something, right? Because I had dogs all my childhood growing up, I know how fucking annoying it is when you're trying to eat some food and there's fucking dogs about. Right, with a big wallies hanging up. Aye, but the pub I went to was like a, a proper pub, do you know what I mean? It was, to be fair, the dog tried to make a beeline for the restaurant that was next door because he smelt the food. And then oh, I realised... See, there you go. I need to keep him on a lead at that point. And then, like, someone opened, a packet, of, someone opened a packet of crisps and he was obviously fucking wanting to get some crisps off the guy. But, so, pub dogs are unacceptable in your view, Rob. Imagine you're a guy who's had a hard day at work, right? Right. He's le- he's went left he's went out of the house in the morning, right? And he's went to his work and his gaffers went like that to him, you know what? We're gonna to have to lay off a few boys next week. And you you know, you know how it goes, last in first out, right? He's like, oh, fuck's sake, no no danger. And he goes home to his fucking wife, right? And his wife's his wife's left him a fucking note. He says she says, I'm away to my sisters, I can't deal with this anymore. Right? And he's like, Oh fucking hell, man, it's all falling apart. And he go down the fucking pub, have a wee pint. To get and I'm going to go again tomorrow. I'm going to start again tomorrow. He goes down to have a fucking quiet pint, and he's there. He opens a fucking bag of crisps. Right? He opens a fucking bag of crisps. He enjoys his pint, fucking peace, <laughs> and think about his hard day. And then he's going to look at your fucking Doug John, Aye. your Doug. It's fucking mad accent that it's probably got, mm. and it's wee fucking red lipstick stick note. Yeah. It's wee fucking sticky lipstick stick note when he's trying to think about his fucking day. How dare you, mate? How fucking dare you do that? <laughs> I've not taken and then, the, and, then, and then you always get folk as well that are popping all that with the dog and then it's barking and the old guy will go he can smell my Sasha he can smell my Sasha can oh. dog to the <laughs> bit. Ah, do you smell Sasha do you smell Sasha disgusting <laughs> disgusting and then you get you get that hang as well sometimes when somebody's dog comes out you and fucking comes up to you and, and they go like that oh don't worry he's, he's alright he's you're like he's fucking alright You'll no be alright when I fucking st- uppercut him right in the fucking jaw, man. I'll take him down fucking ground and pound your fucking dug. You know what I mean? Fucking snap him! Like, uh, what's your boy beat Conor McGregor again? What's his name again? Uh, the big boy. The best um, the UFC guy. Conor McGregor's got a right chip in his shoulder about him. John's Googling it. Ken Shamrock. No, no. Ken Shamrock, as it is. Google that guy, and what that guy does to other guys is what I'm going to do to everybody's dogs. Right. Kahib. Is it Kahib? Kabib. Kabib, yep. That's it. Kabib. Kabib. You're going to be the Kabib to the... the, If anyone brings a a dog to the pub and you see Rab, get out of there because Kabib... And he's going to take down the dog. Hey, did you see there was a fucking... John, did you see this in your radio fucking notes? Mr. Grado. There was a a fucking whale 
Mm. I beached well in Stevenson yesterday. And I'm talking a right fucking free willy hang. Nanny of Ken, like, a wee shitty Scotty grab. This thing was like fucking, what'd you call him? Free willy. It'd be free uh, billy, it'd be free billy down in Stevenson, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, 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 fucking free mason down there, is it? Free mason? I don't understand, mate. No, so it was a, a beach trail in Stevenson. I swear to God, mate. Right. See the record. I thought you were going to talk about the other story, which has went viral this week. A guy who put up a picture of a dolphin trying to shag someone. Um, right. I only found out recent yesterday off the back of this video that's went viral of a dolphin trying to shag a lady that dolphins are the only animal out with the humans that have sex for pleasure. Who does dolphins? Dolphins, dolphins are the only other mammal that has sex from for pleasure out with human humanity. Do you have sex for pleasure, John? <laughs> when I can get it, Rob. Yes. <laughs> That's fucking weird, but, but I, so even like foxes don't get fucking no, turned on. No, apparently not. Dolphins are the only other mammal that has sex for pleasure. I thought monkeys, because your well, monkeys are dog, always. Dog. No, no that's bash, man. Because what about the phrase they're eternally rabbits? That's very true, but I think dogs rabbits do it for like it. Dogs like it. Well, you think dogs would like it as well? That's what I, this, this is all the arguments I had back, but I, I, even, I googled it. And it's, I don't even. Do, do, dolphins even have fannies? <laughs> they must have. <laughs> there was a there was a beetle in my house one night when I was a wee guy, and I got half wet, and it definitely enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> was it John Wrinkle or Paul? What? What? <laughs> was it fucking John Wrinkle or Paul? You said, "Hey, listen, yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> yeah, dogs are all right, by the way. I'm just doing that for effect, right? Dogs are all right. I know people got all fucking wound up about that, right? So I'm not talking about your dog, great, right, before he's all fucking start greeting. We all know be talking about my Sasha when he's saying he's going to keep me. You know, be fucking Khabib and my Sasha. <laughs> right. <laughs> and let's see the point. Lewis wants to put our truth bank raw. Always makes me laugh thinking about his ring, his ringtone, sorry. Um, and he wants to bury Nikki. He should not have been. At the end of Raw, lover, but that should have been at the start. What was that? Nikki is back. Nikki is back in Raw, and she's doing the the whole gimmick, uh, best in the uh, universe thing. Oh, is she? She came. She came in at the end of Raw. She battled everyone. She battled Bianca. She battled Bailey. She went no over. No way. And yeah. 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 Did you see yeah. This I just saw a picture. She's got a new haircut. I saw that. Yeah, she's yeah. She's great, got like man. a kind of eighties kind of perm thing going uh, on. She's looking great. Ah, she's looks absolutely brilliant, and she came and smashed everyone. Uh, I'm just looking at it again, and now she looks like a star, man. Yeah, Nikki's great, isn't it? She I is, mean, man. Hey, do you work with with Nikki? Do, could you oh, always I've tell she was going to go far? Aye, I've got Nikki for Christ, God for for day dot with, with Nikki. She was just just the one of the nicest lasses in the, in the planet. Just trained every day, and just was so easy to get along with, and all just a brilliant lassie. They're, they're all, Kim, Kimberly and all, Viper and all, she's just the same, and they're all, they're all brand new. She, they're all stars. I wonder if... I love that man, like, straight into the main event, man. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Straight into that picture. Okay. Uh, you can't beat it. I remember when we did, um, Oren Moore, when we did, um, Oren War, Oren Moore, um, and... Uh, just see any time, any when, you know when Nikki was because Nikki was team Florence, Nikki was was in my team, and but she was just she was like without a doubt of all all the wrestlers I met over that period when we were doing that. How like, fucking bizarre! Ten years ago tomorrow. Oh, is it really? Wow. Um, but she was she was like the the nicest, the most polite, the most modest, the most you know just like kind of the loveliest one. You know what I mean? So Rab booked us. Johnny Moss defeats Credo. Wolfgang defeats Jack Jester. Liam Thompson and Red Lightning defeat Renfrew and David Blaze. BT Gunn beats James Scott. Kid Fight defeats Adam Shame. Nicky Storm defeats Kaylee Ray. Noam Dar defeats Lionheart. Remember, that was a Team controversial booking decision, by the way. What was that? Noam or Lionheart. Oh, really? When did Adrian spit it out? 
No, no, but I remember when we were telling people that was how it was going. <laughs> no, they never, no, Adrian never spit the dummy, certainly no. Um, but the best matches I've ever saw live, I'm joking to. Some people were just like that. Oh, right, no one's going here. Um, it was a, what a match it was. How right. bizarre, I had the exact same rash in my boss that I've got the now. I can remember <laughs> that. <laughs> and it's funny because I was on the phone to the doctor the other day and I'm going, I've not had this for about 10 years, I'm sure it's about 10 years. And it's definitely 10 years because I remember <laughs> fucking... Anyway. What kind of rash is it? Oh, never mind. Is it, is it itchy? Aye, man. I don't know whether it's just because I've not been in my, my, my ring gear for quite a while. As soon as I put it on the pavilion and I took it off, I've just, just got an itchy down there. Is it, is, it's fucking is, rotten. Is it a fungal infection maybe or something? I, I think I, it's either a fungal infection or it's a... Something else, eczema. This is the best fucking podcast. I don't care what anybody says. This is the best. The, the, see the subjects we've covered on this episode, yeah. on this one fucking episode. People don't realise how fucking lucky they are listening to this podcast. Hey, you want to, hey, you want to know something or Because I mean, because I was doing with my father doing at the doctors, and I says, "Listen, I've got a rash. Uh, but it's the pills that I need. I know the pills I need because I've had it before." She went, "You don't see the doctor anymore for stuff like that. What you do is you send it in an email." To this email here, and it was like North dot Docs dot one two Z big P small N big fucking Z the explanation mark at NHS dot co dot UK. Oh, don't you read that again? Because I'm writing. <laughs> 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 and uh, I went. Well, it's my home Oz. Sure. Well, you need to send a picture of it. So fucking, I was in here last week. But I see Nick of me. Try to take off. Can <laughs> right. I take a picture of your boss? Could you know I've just asked John for one of his photos of your boss? <laughs> anyway. It must be like can you talk can you talk us through like how that works? Because I, I I can imagine because it's a really right. difficult thing to get, isn't it? It's a really difficult picture to get that. I sat in that seat there, put my brakes down to my ankles, cocked my boys like that, and went fucking <laughs> <laughs> with it then. Sent it, right? And I thought, fuck. Next day, no, no reply. That's actually a guy for the daily record. <laughs> <laughs> Next day, but no reply, no reply. Fucking three or four days went. And I went, who the fuck's opened this? <laughs> Who's. How many there should, people? There should, be an, there should be a. <laughs> Ken, there should be a, a, a thing where it goes, by the way. Could you see your Wally in, in the photo? Or no, you... because I was covering up. Jeanette, come across here. Wait a minute, hold on. Can you cover up your Wally with one horn? <laughs> I've got big horns, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right? With fucking Joseph, you're like... Jeanette, <laughs> 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 uh, come and see. It's a boy for Scott Squad. He <laughs> sent a picture of his boss. Sandra, come round. That's the boy for Scott Squad's well, boss. That's what's all going through my head, right? That's going through my head. So eventually, I'm going. They pass or something. Going to reply, are they? Who's home? This it's in fucking limbo. This picture. Anyway, so I phone up and I says, "Look, I've sent you a photo." And I went, "Fuck!" I go and I change the subject. I goes, "Listen, I just need somebody to phone me here because this is getting on. I need to get sorted." So the doctor <laughs> went to phone me right during when I was on air on the radio. Couldn't answer it. And it's murder to get them to phone you. Aye, phone aye. again, right? I went. So the second one. Hi, Mr. Steve Lake. We've tried to contact you twice. You'll now need to book another appointment for us to phone you again. I phoned up and went, listen, what's going on here? I says, I've sent you a photo. She went, well, you need to phone again tomorrow. So I phones again tomorrow. Booked her appointment. You and later, wait a minute, you couldn't stop during the radio show and say, I need to take this call? Well, I had I heard my, my, my phone. Bonus. Why could you not have just said on air, listen, I sent somebody a picture of my boys and that's the phone <laughs> me now. Yeah, I know. Hey. Well, you would think, you know. So eventually the nurse gets a hold of me. She went, we've tried to phone you three or four times. I went, well, I've sent you a picture of my fucking mid, my, my, my mid-region. <laughs> she went, wait to have a look for it. I went, don't open it now. I went, just leave it. Leave it. I've got you now. I went, just leave it now. And uh, she says, so what is it you need? This is Antriconazole. She gave me it. So uh, the picture was freaking absolutely 
So you don't know where it went, the picture. So it could have went to the Daily Record. So it could you know, be it there. You know that headline would have been, if it went to the Daily Record, it would have been two boys doing. It would have been. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you take a, good, a proper picture of your boys, actually, just for anybody listening out there who has to do that for the doctors, you're supposed to squat over a mirror. Oh, you really? Squat over a mirror and let your boys dangle down and take a photo into the mirror. So you've 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 done this and all then, clearly, haven't you? I know for the doctors, though, just... <laughs> <laughs> You, have you ever had? When was the last time you've you've been to the doctors? Have you any? The last time I went to the doctors was when I had a blood in my semen, which I'm sure I've spoken about on this before. Oh yeah. my fuck! God, when did I have a look at your cock? Spunked blood. Was uh, it your wallet? Uh, no, but she stuck a finger up my ass. Well, more so, things. Well, probably no for her. You know, the, the last time I have seen, see when I did have this rash 10 years ago, that was when I probably told the phone and I, I, I went to show the doctor, mm. right? He went, let's see it then. And so he kind of bent down and really all I needed to do was lift up my boxes slightly, you know what I mean, to show him. Hi. But instead I went, <laughs> oh my pants down. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And he went, no! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I got my cock and he went, No! Fucking, <laughs> 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 he just left now after that statement. Where he goes, hey Barry, wants <coughs> to put our wee mad mental Nicky Cross making a long awaited return. Special mention to Kevin Nash podcast, absolutely heartbreaking. John wants to put all the news of Elimination Chamber getting binned after 23 and. Hell in a Cell potentially following. Big changes at WWE. Scott wants to put her Dalton Castle being entertaining as fuck and calling Jericho a silly goose and wants to bury the entire AEW women's division apart from Jamie Hayter. Pretty much it's rank rotten. The matches just look terrible. That's his opinion, but I will agree, however, that Jamie Hayter's brilliant. Rather, we're talking about uh, Dalton Castle. What do you make of Dalton Castle? you seen, obviously, he came back and fought Jericho last week. We're talking about last week in the podcast. It'd be lovely to get your take on him. You were talking about him last week. Aye. Oh, I'm curious. Well, you're not going to tell me your take until you know my take. But no, well, I, like, I, yeah, I think it's brilliant. I, lo- I love all that. Like, we're talking about the entrance, we're talking about, you know, the boys and come down to Radio Gaga. I thought it was just brilliant. I like it as well. Yeah. It's quite old school, actually, isn't it? Uh, it is, aye. Uh, hey, Bronze. Bronze Cello wants to put out a cracking weekend in Newcastle at Insane Championship Wrestling. Shout out to all those in front. And behind the camera, um, I heard a few people actually saying it was a good one. Uh, Kev wants to put her Seamus, he's brilliant, and I hope he's back on TV soon. And wants to put her Halloween Havoc as well. Fraser wants to put her Dominic Mysterio with that line of Eddie Guerrero as his generation's Dominic. That was a great line. That I, Listen, I know that Dominic gets a bit of a hard time online and all that, but I think for a, for a young guy, that guy's got a, a lot of upside, as they would say. What do you think? Uh, I agree. I've been watching this. It's a, it's a perfect angle for him, and it's a good idea to get Ray on another show, eventually around about WrestleMania time, pay all that shit off. I think he's he, a good heel, isn't he? He's got a good heel demeanour about him. Yep, definitely. And also, you've got to remember, man, Ray's one of the most well like folk in wrestling, so everybody will be like, Ken, all the folk backstage, and he'll have everybody in his lug, giving him all the advice. Um, aye. He is. A, he's he's gonna be. He's gonna be. He's gonna be one for the watching. But yeah, kind of fucking. You know, puts me in mind a bit of Dust, Dustin Rhodes a wee bit in the early nineties for some reason. He's just he's building that like. Kind of tall, I know. Lanky. I know what you mean. The way he kind of slopes about that big, uh, kind of big height and the shoulders. Uh, and that. I, Aye, definitely. Mm. Uh, God, I mean, if he has a career like your big man has, okay. he'll be he'll be happy. Uh, I just do think that you people have to remember when they're watching this young guy wrestling that this young guy is in there in the ring with you know, the absolute best in the business. You know what I mean? He's hanging with the best in the business. He's no he's no cutting about the indies with other people that are just that are just coming up. He's he's right in there in the thicket and learning on the job, man. I think he's doing exactly learning on the job. Mark has got a berry for this week. He says, John Christ, that's a big one here, man. Oh, what here we fuck? go. It's one of the ones I need to do a voice for. John I don't know if anyone will have a chance to watch the NXT Halloween match between Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez tonight. Had to Google their names. I've stuck the pay per view on. What's that? He's go. I didn't even know you go fucking wrestling. He's go. Is he's yeah. go some football streaming thing? Aye. Illegal. 
Very well. I've stuck the PPV on his goal while I had my last couple of beers tonight. I wonder if he means his last couple of beers in his fridge or his last couple of beers ever like he's got a problem and he has to stop. Anyway, <laughs> and I can't believe what I'm watching. I hardly watch wrestling anymore. 90% of my wrestling news comes for this podcast. So I don't know if I'm being over-sceptical, but you should have seen this match, man. <laughs> Weapons wild match. I hate these matches that are basically hardcore matches with a fancy name, he says. One of the lassies was down for a 2.5 count and got up and sprinted upstairs to the spot. The wee girl... Listen, that's the wee, <laughs> the wee girl. The wee, the wee girl. girl lifted an aluminium banner, a barrier that my dead grand could have lifted. See, that's no terrible, yeah. is it? Right. And basically hugged, because you're just your body just isn't able to bear any weight when you're dead. And basically hugged the other girl and jumped backwards down onto the table, five foot below to which the crowd chanted, "Holy shit!" It was like a Russian leg sweep, but imagine no leg sweep and no Russians, just two wrestlers holding each other as they fell backwards. I don't know why I feel compelled to send this in as my buddy this week, but it really pissed me off. This is the worst match I've ever seen. Worse than Grado versus Abyss. I'm steady on, mate. <laughs> I would like to put over Falkirk Daft. Oh, here we go. Now we get to oh, the fucking. Fuck here's why it's yes. in here. Here's why it's in here. I'd like these fucking. He had. He had a, more than a couple of beers. I think. I would like to put over Falkirk Daft for giving the Falkirk fans a sense of optimism throughout the season because they will need it, especially after Airdrie pump. Yes, man. It's took a change, man. He got me. He hit me in the first half, especially after Airdrie pumped them in December third. At December to remember. You <laughs> <laughs> bought the good work trips. Mark, I really enjoyed that, actually. That was, that really was fucking bright. You could tell he was fucking half cut, right, Nick? <laughs> to be fair, I looked at it, it was in the wrestling daft DMs and he messaged at three o'clock in the morning. That was a good one. Thanks for that, Mark. Clearly that's, popped that's himself. That's what December to remember. <laughs> you just made the list! Right, list, 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 lists, and this time the everybody has voted on the Patreon. Pat patrons have voted sixty nine percent. Hey, sixty nine boys, am I right? Yeah. The number sixty nine lads. You get me? Oh, I see what you've done there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's a. So it's a sixty ninth episode. It's a sexual position. It's a thing. Oh. Um, do you know that only uh, dolphins? <laughs> <laughs> They could 69 fucking they bother that. They've got well the body shape for it. Dolphin 69. <laughs> and they've got... <laughs> it just be like, I don't know where a dolphin's... Fucking... Where's a dolphin's fanny though? I'm not sure where a dolphin's fanny is. It's heat. Actually, it's got one in its heat. Has it got a fanny in its heat? Well, it's, it's, see if you, look at a dolphin's seed. There's definitely a fanny on its seed. That's the blow! <laughs> exactly. The dolphin... Dolphin hole. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you try to tell me somebody's never tried to stick their cock in there. Grado's going to get moved into a new section in Pornhub now that, now that he searched for dolphin hole. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying, like, that, like you're saying you if a dolphin's fan is on its head, it can practically fucking 69 itself, can't it? <laughs> <laughs> The boy, Greg, that's what it breathes out of. It doesn't, that's not a genitals. The genitals presumably are at the tail end. That's like one of the things in it. Would you rather have a fanny for a head or a head for a fanny in it? It's like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> dolphins, man. You ever swam with a dolphin? Uh... No, I'm, I'm going to swim with them after watching that video. <laughs> I need right, to see this. What is it, dolphin? Do- it's, it's, it's a fake David Attenborough account on Twitter, Grado, right? And it's went, it's taking traction this week of the dolphin. Wait a minute, do hold on, John. Did you stop yourself from saying viral there? Yeah. <laughs> 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 he says, and it's when it's, it's gaining traction. Don't fucking say it's gaining. <laughs> yeah. By the way, here, hold on a minute. I've not even found the video right, but it's, I found a website saying. Eleven dark facts about dolphins. <laughs> Listen to this. While dolphins have shown signs of sexual aggression towards humans, dolphins kill other newborn dolphins. Group of male dolphins aggressively herd individual females. Bottlenose dolphins attack purposes for fun. Dolphins sometimes hunt. hunt. Okay, I'll see. 
no just do you know why they call John West Tuna? John West Tuna? Hmm. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I've been drinking. It's because see I, see Fred West, he was a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's any sense. That makes sense. No. What do I say? Are you still looking for this video? <laughs> no, I've Google Fred West. Brilliant, you've moved on from a dolphin trying to make love to a woman to Googling Fred West. Dolphin's penis. How would dolphin's you kill a dolphin penis. if... See if a dolphin was a serial killer, right, and it got executed, it gets... Oh, God! Dolphin's bullies are fucking rotten! Never <laughs> <laughs> mind the fucking Dugway's lipstick out in the pub. You want to see this thing, mate? Dolphin's bullies. Dolphin. Jesus, what did you say? Massive... Dolphin's lipstick, what? I just wrote a dolphin penis. Dolphins. Somebody's got it all hard, they fucking... If you are them. listening to the podcast, Google right now Dolphin's penis to get the same reaction as Grado and oh, Rab. What is that, man? Is that a fucking snake or something? Or a slug? Oh, God's a fuck. Oh, See, that man. is outrageous, man. That doesn't. That looks like something that isn't he? It looks like a monster. Oh, man. It looks like fucking Iron Sheik's butt. Imagine that was the idea behind them all lying, and when they used to come into the locker room back in the day, they were like, oh, here's all fucking dolphin dicks coming in. Dude, check, check Sheiky Baby with new fucking dolphin dicks. Pair of dolphin dicks. What'd you get him? Don't get him in the fucking Brunswick Warehouse, you cunt. Oh, <laughs> Where'd you get him, Sheik Sports Direct? Right, sorry, anyway, 69%. 69% of people. 69% of people wanted the most underwhelming returns in wrestling, right? So, like, so any, what were you thinking, guys? Um, as go, for me, it's going to be number one, Dana again. <laughs> my number one first. My number one is going to be um, Warrior when he came to WCW, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, up there also has to be when LOD came back, um, when LOD 2000 or whatever the fuck it was. Um, when that run with the alcoholism and all that carry on is terrible. Um, I'm trying to think of mere underwhelming returns. Um, I'm trying to think. Prince Albert coming back as Lord Tensai. No, oh, Jesus, remember that? That wasn't great. But mm. I, I, I think it's, it's going to be mere a guy who was there and who went away and then there was... I'll tell you what was an underwhelming return if it counts as... A, I, know, I don't know it doesn't really count as a return because it was a guy jumping to another promotion, but but I suppose if you were just a wrestling fan, Bret Hart is there, he's in WWF, he's gone, and then he makes his return on yeah. WCW, and that was fucking about as underwhelming as it gets. Aye, like seven weeks later, everybody, like, fucking Missoula Screwjob. They done not, it was, they aye, done right, nothing, they didn't want to book him. Aye, you're right. What about yeah. Sting in the WWE? Sting t- coming to the WWE, that I'd was a that, bit I'd underwhelming. Say, no, I'd say that was still quite pretty cool, but when it happened, the only thing that let it down was his fucking music. I was quite whelmed by that, to be honest. I quite enjoyed it. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the WrestleMania entrance and all that. And and I know that match, people moan about it, but it was like at the time I remember being like, oh, there's Scott Hall and all that. You know what I mean? Controversial one for me. Edge at the Rumble. Oh, what? Nah, man. Edge's return at the Rumble was... What oh, the pop? Nah. The pop was amazing. <sighs> well, you mean in like the matches afterwards, that, that kind of stuff? No, no, even it was just a bit like... See, I was never a big edge, a big edge head, you know. Mm-hmm. I just was, oh, I think this wine's kicking in now, I'm talking shit now. No. <laughs> Are you having a wine, eh? I have a wine, man. Very nice, very nice. Right, um, so let's see what people are saying. Look, obviously, saying CM Punk. Uh, Alex says Ultimate Warrior on WCW. There we go. Anyone who says Punk in AEW should be fed to dogs. There you go. There you <laughs> Definitely, because that was good. No, it was good. CM Punk come back was good and he had good matches, not Sean, Undertaker between... WrestleMania 30 and 36. Onyard match was oof, everything else was shite. I don't know. Stuart says Goldberg in 2002. It was good to see that rectified down the line. My, is this a one? This? Anytime, don't you clown? It was 2003 to Stuart, it was 2003. Oh. 
Um, honorable mention, not until his fault, but Christian's return at the uh, 2021 Rumble. Aye, right enough. I fucking forgot all about that, man. I thought you remember that. Aye, that happened. What did he, was he in AEW first? And then he was gone again. Mm. Um, Albert, as Lord Tensai says, Paul and G says Shelton Benjamin. Remember, there was a bit of excitement for his return. And um, and I genuinely think what killed it stone dead is the fact they never used his Ain't No Stopping Me theme. What did they know? Um, no, Spooky Wrestling Network says Dolph Ziggler vacating the US title saying that fans don't deserve him then disappeared only to return a few weeks later in the Royal Rumble and been papped out in minutes. That was weird. Scott says Mid-90s Ultimate Warrior. Yes. And Calzo says Anytime it's announced in advance. Comebacks only work if it's a surprise. Good. Fuck off as a surprise. Good point. I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> Days, man. We've done a hell of a shift tonight. Let me tell you, I, I, I can't remember. It's been a, this, this show has been Listen, I'm just going to tell people that you have heard a, a beautiful show tonight. It's been, <laughs> I've fucking been roaring. I'm, my throat is actually sore. I've been laughing that much. Um, so get out there and do all the things that are important. Support your um, local wrestling stuff. Gredo, oh, have you got anything I'm, to promote, Gredo? I'm an Aberdeen sell tonight at the wrestle zone. Hey, it's the big show. Who are you? Taiwan but who, who are you wrestling? Yeah, Cronin. He looks like a specimen, Gredo. This boy. Yeah, he does look good. He, he was on the old wrestling daft Twitter, uh, trying to cut a promo on you. Uh, who you sell there? I'll tell week. you. You forgot his name last week, and he wasn't happy. That's Listen. the second thing you've done that. I'm just going to say that's my gimmick now because everybody gets pissed off and I forget who I'm oh, wrestling. Like names. It, man, that should be your gimmick. I fuck it, I don't remember. I, I'm taking it's Ronin King, isn't it? Ronin King. Ronin King. There you go. Yeah, Ronin King. Like splash. A, we gave him a style splash. We gave him a style splash. We're getting a fucking daddy splash. Big daddy splash. <laughs> are, you put, are you going to put him over, Grado? Are you going to put him uh, over? My fuck, quite put him over. Are you bumping? My fuck. <laughs> By the way, I'll tell you one thing I know. Promoter has to go to my hotel account. <laughs> <laughs> just a just a and just a quick word about that as well. By the way, in the last episode, we're having a good laugh about this guy trying to um, get an answer to Grado about a hotel. The reason why me and John and Grado were roaring so much about that, by the way, is nothing to do with a guy offering the hotel. It's anybody that knows anything about contacting Grado about stuff knows why that's funny. Um, that was fucking funny stuff. And so Aber- Aberdeen, is the ticket saw sold out? It's sold out, mate. Oh. And it's in a big arena. I tell you what, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm, I'm a bit under the weather, but I'm going to be up there. I've got about 12 hats left. Uh, I've got kids' t shirts here. I've got 8 by 10s. So get a uh, MD1 sock to do with a bit of Gradle merch. You know, party like it's 2016. Um, and should you. Here's a thing I don't know about. Obviously, we're on the outside, me and John, about the wrestling game, so we don't know all the details, but we don't know the etiquette of everything. Uh, when you get a rash in your boys, do you need to tell your opponent? Oh, I'm in this case. What? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> do, do you need to tell him? <laughs> oh, for fuck. <laughs> Are you going to have to tell him? Yeah. <laughs> you tell him I've got a bit of old fucking dolphin dick going on the new mate. Going to <laughs> Bloody old damn chic boot, mate. Uh, <laughs> make sure you get straight in the shower after you work me, mate. It's like, why are you wrestling in your trackies, Grado? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, I've got a feeling it'll be away by the weekend because that shit's kicked in. Well, you're going to see it as anyway, ain't you? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Watch this, this cut off. No. Anyway. Get him, nah, man. It's, it's, it's legit a way. It's, it's legit a way. <laughs> <laughs> is it a way to rage on the show? <laughs> That's fucking good medicine you're on that. You'll need to fucking tell us about that, mate. I've still got this photo open on my phone, by the way, and it's fucking lost, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Would you put that in your mouth for a million pounds? <laughs> Would I put a dolphin's dick in my mouth for a million pounds? I'd shoot it live in TikTok. I'd do fucking live pay-per-view. Aye. Bare arsed. <laughs> right, that was wrestling daft, everybody. I hope you enjoyed. I hope, um... I'd tickle my tent with that fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> in front of my affectionate dad. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs>
Pero Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.